GM GM, everyone, BG BG, people of Web3, that is the exact way how we do it here in Web3 space in Europe. I'm extremely happy, as always, to have all of you on a weekly episode of Origins XYZ, the Web3 show about the origins of the biggest OGs in the space with, you know, this European touch. We're live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Paris time, and as always, I'm your host, Nikki. I want to remind everyone once again, this space will be recorded. You'll have a chance to re-listen to your favorite energetic conversations. Nevertheless, make sure that you share the space already now with your friends and families, because we are live, and I'm extremely happy to have on today's show a big part of NFC Lisbon team, my dear friends, Arthur and Monica, guys, GM, GM, once again to all of you. GM, happy to be here. GM, GM. <laughs> hey, you're Likewise. some of my favorite guests as I started the show by saying that you've been, you with NFC team or you separately, you've been there many times. This is the reason why I like bringing people who are delivering in the space, people who never stop time after time. So I guess this is your third time at my show. For Arthur, it's even fourth time because you were at my live show from NFT NYC uh, as speakers. Guys, one thing that I love about both of you is that you never stop working. When I approached Arthur uh, after NFC Lisbon, I said, let's do an overview of edition number two, but let's wait. Let's give people some time to settle down, to enjoy summer. And somewhere around August, we're going to have this show. We waited, and it seems like everyone are just settling down right now. I know that a lot of people are traveling. This is the reason we couldn't get John today. Like, Maximilian just contacted me a day before that he'll be traveling which is totally fine, but you guys are delivering all the time. You are the hard workers. Yes, you travel. Yes, you have your own vacation, but you always work because Web3 space never sleeps. And the way how I want to structure today's show would be to talk about NFC as much as possible, to give an overview of edition number two, perhaps to give some sneak peeks to people. But what is more important, I want to talk personally about both of you because you are the core members not just of nfc you are the core members of this young team of this young generation that is pushing the boundaries of web3 space arthur a true nft degen a true nft collector monica you are perhaps one of the kindest people I know in Web3 space. You are the one who connects with everyone so easily and make Web3 space so friendly, so beloved to other people. So today I want to talk about both of you personally. Your story in Web3, what are you up in Web3 right now? What fascinates you about the space? How does it sound to you both? Sounds great. Let's do it. Let's go. Guys, why don't we start with NFC Lisbon? Uh, at the end of the day, NFC Lisbon just ended less than two months ago, and it was a huge success. It was a huge success you, for those in the audience, for those who will be listening to the show, 
if you attended Lisbon, you saw how big of a progress happened from edition number one to edition number two. What surprised you personally, guys, in terms of, wow, we did amazing. We did some great job. I know that with you, after we're talking about speakers, all the international speakers you brought, all the brands who are attending there, the Anon stage, the huge one, the legendary Anon stage. But I want to hear from you personally. What surprised you the most? What didn't you expect that going to go that well? What was some of the gaps, some of the highlights of NFC edition number two for you? Monica, why don't we start with you? Okay, that's a great question, Nikita. So for me personally, as you know, I also did the first edition and it went well. It went amazing. And when I was when I started to prepare my second edition, I was so worried like there are so many details that we need to, you know, check up if everything is gonna be fine, all the stages, all the speakers, the sponsors, everything, you know. And uh, you know, the biggest highlight for me personally. Uh, regarding the second edition of NFC was definitely the community. I mean, like, no, you know, with all of the respect, with all of the speakers and artists and everything, but for me personally, the 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 energy and the community that was at NFC, it was absolutely amazing. You know, the the connections with that, that I did, that I actually made friends for life you know, during the NFC 23. So for me, personally, that was the biggest highlight. Also, I cannot deny, I think the main stage was also one of the biggest highlights, the blind talks, all of the speakers that people wouldn't think of that they're going to see them live. They saw them, you know, they were there, but they were not there. So it was really like a mysterious thing, which personally to me was absolutely amazing but it because it was like the first time that someone did that during a conference and i mean for me when you say community it's not only about people who were attending it's also about speakers it's about partners sponsors as you said this was the second edition and you were on the wheel you were in the core team of the success of the first Edition, So you know how important is it to build long-lasting relationships in this space? How important is it to help each other, to support each other, to lift each other up? And one thing that struck me personally pretty hard in a good way was the way how you welcome speakers. I remember the day before the conference, Monica, Monica <laughs> yes. was sitting at the hotel, I would say up until... 6, 7 p.m., maybe even later. And I remember I was asking whether you want to go out for dinner, whether you need some fresh air, but you were sitting there. You were waiting because some of people got their flight delayed. Some of people couldn't get on time. And the way how you welcome them, the way how you make sure that everyone goes smoothly, everyone enjoys themselves. And this small note that you prepared to all the speakers to enjoy Lisbon, to be ready for... NFC to rock their stage, this is something that only NFC did. Like from all the conferences I know, uh, and I've been to a lot of conferences, I'm advising a lot of conferences, only NFC had this personalized approach, which 
costs not that much, right? It costs you to have one kind person in your team who is willing to go this extra mile. And I want to give huge props to Mon because uh, this is something that I'm still impressed about. This is something that I'm still sharing with people when they ask me, how was NFC? For me, it was definitely one of three top highlights out there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was really nice, you know, uh, actually John Karpke was like, okay, so why we don't like do something special? Let's do it. Like, can you go to the hotel and like, can we wait to this with the speakers? And I was like, absolutely. That actually is going to be my honor to wait for the speakers, you know, because it's actually crazy. You know, uh, a lot of people were like flying from all around the world. So basically I was, my computer was open on flight Hadar airport, Lisbon, you know, just to check if the flights are arriving or not, which one are delayed or not. So it was a crazy experience, but just, um, you know, the thing, it was like, waiting for the speakers then they were like arriving with all the crazy big bags and i'm like hey welcome to nfc and the smile on their faces was absolutely priceless for me you know and by the way nikita i want to give you a huge like heads up you brought me that coca-cola <laughs> and that coca-cola saved me absolutely i loved it every you know, it was a really good, nice gesture. So thank you so much. But yeah, so that day for me was one of the craziest because I was there in the morning set and stayed there until seven. And then you asked me if we could go to, the, if I would go to the speaker's dinner. And then I had to rush there, then back to the venue. So it was, but I was, you know, it was super tiring, but every single minute I was so happy that I cannot explain to you. I love it. We can obviously see how much of this personal experience, personal touch with people play for you in this space. And uh, you're undeniably one of the best when it comes to creating this approach, when creating this bonds, connections with people. I also want to give a huge shout out to another person who helped us with the uh, NFC Lisbon organization this year, a big friend of ours as well, Queen Button, because she's another person that reminds me of how important is it to build connections, to stick with people. I also want to congratulate with Queen with recent news. Last week she was announced joining uh, Rag Radio officially full-time as VP of operations. So Queen is everywhere. If you hear us later on, Queen, uh, just know that we love you, respect you. Arthur, what were some of the biggest gaps for you during NFC Lisbon? Because I feel like you were everywhere, man. You were welcoming people. You were making sure that stages go smoothly. You were building networking for NFC, for yourself, connecting with people. You were at every single party, one of the last person to leave a party for sure so you got this energy for the whole week and you were crushing it day after day and i know that for you this week or should i even say month started much earlier when the whole team arrived uh mid of may and you were already making sure that everything goes smoothly so what were some of your highlights of this second edition comparing to what has been done a year ago 
So I think, you know, the things that me and the team are really proud of that to me were like the big highlights of the second edition was how we managed to level up in terms of the people that came to NFC in every aspect, um, speakers, sponsors, attendees, just everyone. Obviously, we scaled the numbers in, um, in terms of attendees by a lot, by double. We had close to 5,000 people. Um, but the thing that truly makes me happy, you know, a quick example of it is having Farouk and Matt Medved, which, you know, we started conversations with them six months prior to NFC when we were in Miami. Um, you know, it's these efforts that you have to take um, thinking long-termly and having both of them speaking together at NFC, talking about the future of decentralized media, the two top guys in decentralized media in the world, literally, and having them speaking in our stage was really meaningful. Um, anything like that, the blind talks, to me, it was just such a crazy innovation and Everything that went on there, I mean, Greta did an insane job. Everyone was super happy with it. Um, I think NFC in its whole was just an awesome experience. We, we gave you great content. We gave you, you know, great opportunities to, to meet, network and do business. And we gave you great parties almost every day for three to four days. And I think that was truly um, some special days that we had and that we, I will always fondly remember. And uh, yeah, for the next edition, we always aim to do something bigger. We don't know how it's going to look like and who is going to do it, who is going to execute this plan. But um, NFC has become this brand this big brand that represents the biggest NFT conference in the world around art and communities. And it will keep being that, and it will keep growing, and you'll keep going and you'll keep loving it. So that's my take on it. Here is some sneak peeks of what we can expect. You just said that we don't know who will hold it, who will organize it. Can you elaborate a bit more on it? Have you already had a chat with the team when you said, hey guys, next year we need to do it bigger, next year we need to change location, next year we do this, or you take it easy? Because I feel that the location itself, it's very iconic. It's a very, it's very friendly for people from all, all around Lisbon to get there. There is a wonderful park if you have never been around. Basically, it's a very central location. And I know that if you want, you can have even more people because the capacity of this location is huge. So have you discussed with the team after the second edition that next year we need to do it bigger or next year we need to scale up or you stick to your roots having perhaps not 10K people, not like 5K people, a bit less, but to make sure that quality is above quantity for you. We haven't started um, preparations for next year and um, there will be changes to the team. So we're still, you know, in adapting phase. Um, 
So at the moment, there's not much info I can give you there, but um, what I can you know, assure you is whoever is there, NFC will be bigger, it will be better, and the quality will be also increased. This is all we want to hear, that NFC, Lisbon, NFC is here to bring higher quality, to redefine the standards, because redefining the standards, this is perhaps the most appropriate word I can use to describe what your team did this year. Because last year looked perfect. Last year looked like how it should be done. But this year you completely redefine. Like people did not expect from you that much. I can tell you that from an attendee stand of point, from a speaker stand of point, from fashion stage, uh creator and organizer stand of point. People who were helping you to organize, people who were coming to speak there, people who were just enjoying this wonderful fest in Lisbon, did not expect anything that big, that massive, that huge this year. So you guys absolutely over-delivered everything you ever promised or people ever expected. And I know that for you, it's also about building your personal brand. You're well-connected both of you well connected with people in the Web3 space and I know we've been chatting about this during NFC Lisbon you had a GM show you had your Twitter space together with Chimani and I remember the moment you left the moment we chatted about you you said oh man I'm so impressed this was so dope G is amazing so you had a couple of very productive conversations and chat out there in Lisbon, right? You already mentioned Farouk, you mentioned Matt Medved, you mentioned G-Money, some of these big people who were attending the conference. Uh, it's really cool. It's really cool when you help people, when you grow with people, and when you're connected with these people, because I do believe this is the goal here. Not just to create something, but actually to make sure that these relationships mean something. Do you agree with me, Arthur? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the second edition, you know, for me personally and for NFC in general, was great in terms of growing the network. Um, we definitely got, you know, amazing new relationships. And because of our, our brands, has grown we have access to different kinds of opportunities uh, i would definitely say that nfc now is on the map and makes it easier for us to you know approach people and uh, we are also approached a lot so on the second edition yeah people like farouk matt um and many many others i got a chance you know to speak and um, and start talking to them, you know, casually. Just start a normal relationship. And NFC is supposed to, to be happening not once, twice, not three times, but 10 times or more. So this is relationships that we value a lot and that uh, we, we consider as friends and we want to keep throughout the years. Um, I expect myself to be working within this industry for a really long time. So... I really treasure um, any relationship that I have with ambitious people that have their long-term plan and are executing successfully on it and impacting this industry in a positive way. So, yeah, super happy with everything and everyone that we got from, from the second edition. 
And same here, I feel like the lineup and the guest list for a second edition was a complete gem. It was an amazing reason for you to come to Lisbon just to hear from these people, just to connect with these people, just to spend some quality time. I want to talk about you guys now, because as Arthur just said, NFC Lisbon preparation is still far away from now, and uh, more clarity will be later on, as Arthur already gave some alpha expect and expected, expect some big things, and uh, we absolutely love it, we absolutely love it, as Arthur said, 4K people coming to NFC in Lisbon this year, thank you, we did it, and uh, we're going to just grow, we're going to be even bigger, even better from this point on. Tell me, what are you guys working on right now? Because Arthur, you just mentioned that for you, it's all about connections. For you, it's all about people in this space. You belong to this space. You are planning to be in this space long term. So what is your long term thesis for Web3 space? Where do you see Web3 space? Let's say in five to 10 years from now, what is this thesis that you are moving towards? Um, I think that is a very uh, complex question, but I can, you know, answer it generally. And I see cryptocurrencies and, you know, decentralized finance absolutely taking over. I think there is a huge uh, lack of trust in governments at the moment and understandably why. Um, they keep printing money and just, you know, there's so much bullshit out there. Um, so I truly think that um, cryptocurrencies and decentralized finance will take over um, the national currencies that we have now. So things like Bitcoin and Ethereum will possibly be bigger than the US dollar and the euro and things like this. Uh, BlackRock is in the process of approving a Bitcoin ETF, which is insane for the people that don't know it. It will give the average Joe the possibility to invest in Bitcoin shares, basically, which is indirectly buying Bitcoin. And uh, this will just open gates to a completely new market. So things like this, uh, in 2024, you have the US elections and God knows what's going to happen there. Um, but if we do get a president that is pro-crypto, then it's game over for threat finance. I think we are moving in a way that uh, people want um, transparency and they want control over their finances. And I think crypto is the thing that solves that. So that's my long-term plan, you know, very general. Um, but I truly see that Web3 is here to solve many problems that we have been faced for really long periods of time. And uh, we just need the people who are in charge of these massive countries to embrace it and, uh, yeah, adapt it. Absolutely. It's all about control. It's all about flexibility. No one wants anyone else having access, having control over what they gained, what they own. So it makes total sense, especially the next couple of years, as you said, with... Uh, 
the mass adoption through financial sector, through governmental initiatives, uh, policy and regulation changes, it just makes sense. It's decentralization, crypto space, Web3 space. Do you think that you will be somewhere among people who are actually making these changes, people who are creating these tools and these platforms? Or do you believe that you, with your networking and communication skills, will be as this counterparty in the middle, connecting one part with another? Um, so, yeah, to give my my perspective on it. So my long-term goal is to really become a thought leader in, you know, the intersection of AI and fintech and entrepreneurship. And I really aim to become, you know, like a, a serial entrepreneur. I'm, I'm a person who likes to do many things and, um, you know, give my all to a project at a time, but not doing it forever, doing it really, really obsessed and focused until it's done and then move on to the next thing um so yeah i'm definitely uh hoping to be a part of of this change hoping to be a part of creating impact positive impact and um and help the people who don't feel confident to do so um so that's the journey that's the journey that, I, that i'm on at the moment um obviously you know there's a lot of ups and downs at the moment, you know, market is very tough and for you to be here, you know, like doing podcasts around web three to me takes courage because everyone is living, you know, um, no one is interested in web three at the moment. Um, VC funding is down like 80%. So it's really rough times for a person who is a web three enthusiast, but, if you have your plan, if you have your vision, five to ten years, if you still aim to be here, then that makes no, no, no difference. Uh, I think now is the time to build relationships, and and strengthen the relationships you already have, so that uh, when the good times do come, you're going to be the one who's going to be collecting the most rewards. So yeah, rough time for sure, especially as you said, if you take a look at all this proactive users who were there during the bull market where those people are now all these influencers all these crypto experts they're just living space quietly because there is not that much for them to do right now when it's actually builders time when you need to stay focused when you need to be determined and where your belief in the space determines what you can achieve but even though it's a rough time as you said it's a very rewarding one right now to be building during the bear market, to be together with people who will stick to this place 10, 20 years from now. So I know that you're one of those and I'm happy to hear that uh, your overall thesis and your sentiment around the space haven't changed, even though nothing that interesting is happening here right now. And uh, you're just ready to quietly build to be devoted to the space and when the come once the time comes and the perfect time comes you show the world what you have been quietly building absolutely appreciate that monica i know that you are also a quiet builder i know that uh, you have some big plans bringing your 
creative ideas, bringing your community or nation to a whole new level in Web3 space. Share with us, what is your current mindset? As we just discussed with Arthur, the space feels lost. The, fa- the space feels boring, sometimes overwhelming. Nothing is happening here. It's not that rewarding as it was a couple of years ago during the bull market. What is your mindset right now? What are you focusing on? And uh, what are the plans for the next couple of years based on it? Oof. Okay, so let's like step back. And this question for me is like really important and very personal. Because to be honest, after NFC, um, I took some time for me, you know, because I was, you know, so overwhelmed with all of the work and with people and connections and all of that, you know. And uh, when NFC finished, I was like, okay, let's step back. And let's see what can I do, you know. But I personally, I wanted to work on myself first. And I wanted to take some time off because, as I said earlier, I felt so overwhelmed with all of these social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, blah, blah, blah. You know, like at one point I couldn't take anymore. And I said to myself, like, uh, okay, let's step back. Let's get off social media for a while. And I was for a while. Like the whole month, like after ATHCC, I was the whole month and now currently I'm in Belgrade. Like this whole summer, I took some time off to think and rethink again what I really want to do with my life. And one day, it was like a couple of weeks ago when all of these things happened with the gods and all of these breakdowns in the Web3 space. Um, I was definitely, I opened Twitter And I was shocked because I didn't know anything what was happening. And I started to read Twitter, you know, this breakdown, 80 million went somewhere else, you know. And I was like, what is happening? Where is this Web3 going, you know? And And I started to think about everything. I started to rethink about if is this a good option, if it's safe for me, this option. And I stepped back. And I remember it was like a quiet night. <laughs> I was sitting in the terrace and I said, yes, you know, as Arthur mentioned, we are these people that we need to still stick to the web free space because at some point, and I'm one of the people that actually believe that something is going to wake up. Now we are living the tough times, but as everything in the history, if you look in the past history, a lot of things happened during tough times the crisis of 2008, so many things like went bankrupted. And currently we are living this phase. But I believe that at some point it's going to change. When? Don't ask me. I don't know. Hopefully it's going to be a short-term Monica, like, when? period. Mm-hmm. When? When? I don't know. To be honest... <laughs> Like, it might be in six months, it might be in one year, it might be in two years. But, but what, are, what are the but... challenges you're talking about? Because I fully agree with you that the space will be changed and changed many times before it gets its final uh, form. And when people ask me what exactly, like the first thing that I do believe, people got spoiled with NFT stuff. It's like, it's too easy to make money during bull market. You just 
You just travel yeah. with peak whatever. Next day you make two acts. So this mentality needs to be changed. The mentality Definitely. around money needs to also be changed. We're here for technology. We're here for mass adoption. Yes, money should come, but it shouldn't be the main goal as it was in Web two before that. There are different features like technology, like community, like. Interactions that need to happen in Web3 space for a project for a brand to be successful. It cannot just be about uh, money. It should be about co-creation. It should be about royalties. It should be about empowering other people to create, own, redesign the way of thinking what they own, other than uh, being a part of this bigger system as it in Web2. So, what is it for you that you believe? need to be changed and most probably will be changed in the next couple of years or even more? I would say the man mindset is the most important thing, to be honest. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, we are... To me, like, personally, I'm tired to hearing of, you know, all it's every time the same thing, you know, the same projects, the same blue chip projects, the same communities, everything is the same. And for me, to be honest, I think I personally, I just got tired because I think we need to change something. And that thing is the mindset, you know, and the way that people start to work on many other projects. And to be honest, I, Nikita, I'm so confused, like, because don't ask me if I want to continue in the Web3. I would like, and I will. But how can we change this mindset is probably something that needs to start from ourselves and from our, our like personal, you know, thinking, thoughts, values, whatever. But this for me is like something that really scares me. Like when I open Twitter, I'm scared. I'm scared because one more project that I loved, it went down. One more project that I really liked and admired also went down. You know, and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> you know, I got scared. And, but I believe, and one of the most important things definitely is positive mindset, as Arthur also mentioned. And we need to also continue to fight and to build and to quietly build, as you guys say. And I love this expression so that we can save, you know, uh, the world or, you know, at least our, our beloved web free space. It makes sense. It makes sense, especially when you got used to some of the projects, to some of the communities, to see them going one by one. But it all starts from the beginning, right? You need to have the right vision. You need to have the right expectations. Not every NFT project going to make millions. Not every NFT project going to make you financial independent or whatever people are looking for. You need to take it a bit easier like the space right now and the space like the reason of the whole bear market it was spoiled like it was too easy to make money the valuation was crazy uh one project one traditional brand one bank after another were joining the space in the race for this hype in the race for more attention right now when it's bear market how many of those banks how many of these top brands 
can you hear like joining day after day? Not as many as it was during bull market. Everyone, even McDonald's, even BMW were considering doing something. And I'm sure that they're doing something right now, but they're doing it quietly. Not everyone is announcing because the hype is not there. It's not like previously when Elon Musk could pause that, hey, uh, I'm considering buying ETH, and ETH is like 10x, uh, not 10x, but 10% up, 15%. It's not like this. It doesn't work like this right now. And I do believe this is for the good. This space is becoming more mature. This space is becoming more solid. It's going to take years from now, which I absolutely agree with you. And uh, But we need to get there. We need to get there because it's for sustainability. It's for longevity of the space. One more topic that I want to... Yeah, Monica, you had something to add? No, I just wanted to say that I absolutely agree with you. You know, at the end of the day, maybe to say of all, all of these spaces, start from zero. You know, and to start to build quietly... And as you, just to when, go back to your question, like, what is my main goal, like, in long term? It's to build. What I still, I'm still, like, exploring all of the options. I'm still chatting with you guys privately about all of the chances or opportunities that I have. But definitely it's something that I believe that in some point of our lives is going to start, you know, shining again. We're all going to be shining and we're all are shining right now. It's just a matter of how people see it and how much are we showing of the shine to them, right? And I do believe it's it's not just because we are sticking to the space. It's because we are this, let's call it a young generation, a new generation of people who joined the space when they were back at school, back at uni, People who are approaching the space a bit differently. I'm a huge believer that the Web3 space will get its mass adoption, will get it to its prime, mainly thanks to this younger generation. People below 30, people in their 20s or even younger. Because this is what the next couple of generations will be about, right? People who are at schools right now, people who hear about this Bitcoin but have no chance to learn or have no interest, eventually there will be in this space. And we need to approach the space also with this young mindset. So I want to hear uh, from you guys, what is your take on this whole new generation, young generation Web3 web space? Because obviously you being active members on socials, active members in real life, in the whole Web3 space, you feel that there is this gap between people who are in their 40s, 50s, and who are trying to understand everything, who are trying to be everywhere, but due to different factors, they either compare it to traditional world, to how it was done 20, 30 years ago, or anything else, which I believe is a huge mistake comparing Web3 to anything else, trying to approach Web3 with this Web2 or Web1 approach. What is your take on this difference between younger generation and older generation, mainly VCs, mainly some private investors who are trying to build their own version of Web3 space? Are you asking me? I'm asking both of you, since you're the first one. Uh, go, go ahead, go Arthur. Go ahead, our young generation. 
Um, so I think that obviously older generation has more experience, so they're more used to having a longer term plan. Um, and that I think changes everything. I think maybe for a younger generation, the ones who joined this year or last year or two years ago, whenever, when we were in a bull run, you know, in the heights of the market, um, and now everything crumbled down and maybe they think it's over and, you know, maybe they leave. Um, I think the people from an older generation see it from a different perspective. And this is just generally speaking, of course, but, you know, when you have a plan, it, it must be like a five, 10, 20 year plan and not a next year plan. Um, so I think, you know, the crumbling down of the market has definitely scared off many of the, you know, shorter term holders of cryptocurrency, NFTs and so on. And that definitely probably represents a younger, you know, a younger demographic rather than an older one. So in terms of the future, I think, you know, because of Web3 being so internet native and, um, you know, people from our generation, you know, younger generation were born with the internet. I think we are m much more prone to, you know, wanting to learn about these technologies and wanting to, to use them. And it's just easier for us. Uh, but then again, maybe we don't have, you know, the, the experience and the longevity to think like, you know, this is something that could really work and now it's not working, so I won't do it. Um, so I don't, have a, I don't have a big view on it. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just put it at that and I'm curious to see what Monica has said. Oof. You know, like, I start to think because obviously I have friends that are not into Web3. And, you know, the first take on, like, when I met my friends here in Belgrade, for example, you know, the first thing was like, uh, because they know that I work in the NFT space, they're like, oh, so Web3 is going really bad, you know, like, <laughs> starting to provoke me. And I was like, you don't even know what we've been through for the past two years. And that made me, you know, kind of mad because people are almost people without knowledge about Web3. They almost assume that everything is over, you know, and they don't even think of about what we've been through for all of these past years. And that makes like that motivates me actually to pursue the Web3 because I truly believe on everything. About the younger generation, we were born as internet kids, as Arthur said, uh, I believe. And they're already, I read somewhere, I don't know where now, but I read that some universities started to do mini course, courses, like about mini classes about Web3, for example. So people are, start, are starting, especially universities are starting to, to talk about this, which is very important, you know about the the older generation there are people like if you saw at nfc our demographic like in terms of ages was literally from four year old kids until 70 year old you know so people want to learn i think and that's the power of the human being you know it's just to pursue the power of learning so that's for me very important now i don't know because 
as my friends said, like, oh, Web3 is going down. What is happening? You know, I just like, I calm myself down first, <laughs> just to not curse on them. But, uh, you know, it's just, I said like, okay, that are your thoughts. It's totally acceptable. I won't judge you. Yes, we're living now hard times, but you definitely don't know what we've been through. So yes, I go with uh, my main argument is like, okay, yes, it's dying, but we at least did one of, uh, one of the biggest conference in Europe and we had 5,000 attendees. What about that? So NFC through NFC, I, they actually, it actually showed me that I still hope people are still, they still want to learn. And for me, that's amazing. In terms of long-term thing, I don't know, Nikita, probably the younger generation at some point are going to learn at school. Arthur is going to be the teacher. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But, uh, you know, it's just, I know that this is going to be at some point in school. When? I don't know. But I truly believe that we're going to pursue that stronger in some point of, of our lives. It's already in schools, at least there in the U.S. I know that they're studying the basis of blockchains. Uh, they have some courses around NFTs, blah, blah, blah. It's like a good example would be a recent, I guess it was Oxford University, if I'm not mistaken, that uh, both G-Money and Erica from Adidas attended about three months ago, just giving this guest speeches, guest lectures about the opportunity of the whole technology, not the Web3 space in general, but NFT technology. Could, could you hear me all this time before? Uh, we lost you in a, like last five seconds. <laughs> Perfect. I am back. So it's already happening right now. This is something doable. This is something possible. This is just a matter of time. As you said, one day we all will be lecturers. We all will be speakers. We all will be out there just for the reason because we've been early. Just for the reason because we'll be among a few people who can speak about how it was done tens of years ago. I guess the last thing that I want to talk to both of you today is specific Web3 economy in Lisbon, in Portugal, when we're talking about it. Because everyone knows about the US, everyone knows about France, specifically Paris, London, Amsterdam. But Lisbon, just like Rome, for example, just like Amsterdam, I do believe it's growing and it's growing very fast. And everyone should know it by this time. And if not, I would love you guys to talk about what else good is happening in Lisbon in terms of Web3. There are a couple of community, there are a couple of uh, art exhibitions, art events. But what else makes you bullish on Portugal and on Lisbon specifically when it came to choosing the location for NFC Lisbon and growing this, one of the biggest conferences, one of the biggest communities out there. Um, so we chose Lisbon because, well, you have the perfect weather, right? Um, when, it, when it's summertime, it's sunny every day, there's not much wind, and it's just awesome. 
So it was a combination. Like we, the decision was, do we do it in Paris or do we do it in Lisbon? And Lisbon is, you know, the city that is growing the most at the moment in Europe. It's the hottest city. Um, we are going through that boom phase now where, for example, London, Paris and all these, you know, huge cities have already went through it, of course. And obviously we have, you know, favorable laws to holding crypto in terms of tax, which has brought an insane amount of crypto investors and Web3 enthusiasts to live here. So it creates, you know, an awesome dynamic within this uh, community. And yeah, we just decided that it made a lot of sense for us. You know, we wanted to be the biggest um, event of the country around NFTs and that's what we are. So we're happy to, you know, do it in Lisbon. Web Summit is the biggest technology event in the world and it happens in Lisbon. So we wanted to be the same thing, but for NFTs. That makes total sense, especially after you mentioned Web Summit is the biggest conference indeed. I've been there a couple of years. This is an event that is gathering 80,000 of people. This is like a proper Taylor Swift or the weekend concert, right? But all about business, all about technology. So Lisbon has been doing pretty well for many years now. And uh, it's just logical to push the narrative of Web3 and blockchain out there. Monica, even though you're based in Lisbon now, I know that you're originally coming from Belgrade, Serbia, and I know that you are also pushing the narrative of Web3 out there. You've been attending a couple of events, you know, people coming regionally uh, from Serbia. Also, shout out to our friend Nicola here. What is your take on Serbian? Web3 ecosystem. Do you believe that it has a chance to be close to other giants like Lisbon or Paris anytime soon? And uh, do you have any plans to contribute to it? Um, so, yeah, Belgrade. Wow, what a special city for me, honestly. Uh, you know, the most important part in terms of Belgrade, it's a city that I, is still growing and uh, it will grow really fast because they actually announced that the Expo in 27, it's actually going to be based in Belgrade. Expo, as we know, it's one of the biggest gatherings of all of the countries around the world. So that I believe that it's going to give no a huge way. opportunity. I didn't know yes. it. I, I was in Dubai just what, like a year ago at Expo. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. No way. Yes, yes. They just announced that they were the choose con chosen country. So it's going to be happening in four years. Uh, I already know because also my dad is going to work for the Expo. So he's a civil engineer. So he's going to work on that. They have huge plans huge projects for everything that is going to happen in four years. Now it's gathering everything and start to building, but I believe that in four years, everything is going to be awesome. So, you know, as I said, because of this, I think it's going to give a huge uh, jump 
to Belgrade and for all of these, you know, communities in Web3. We already have here a lot of amazing conferences with amazing people like the Tomorrow Conference, the ATH Belgrade, you know, so we have a lot of conferences here also related to crypto but mainly it's crypto you know i think that maybe the best thing it was to push a little bit and also talk about nfts for example <laughs> you know so definitely i'm building something and i want to uh, say for now what is my idea but definitely i want to bring the nft space and especially the nft art because we have amazing artists here for example mr richie he's one of my favorite artists his art for me is absolutely amazing so we have good people here and my main goal definitely and all around these balkan countries we want to gather a huge community space uh web3 space nft space and i think this this uh expo that is going to happen is just going to give us a huge leverage on every single project that we want to you know make it happen so i'm building something here i won't tell yet what it is but uh, I'm definitely bullish on this city. I invite you to another episode of Origins XYZ end of this year and then you share with us what you've been building. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Guys, it's been a huge pleasure for me, as always, not just to hear about one of my favorite families out there, NFC Lisbon, but what is more importantly to hear from you that your sentiment and your thesis around the space it hasn't changed and uh, on the other side it has even strengthened it became stronger bigger and more solid i'm really proud to see that people who are around me people who i'm happy and privileged to call my close friends are active in this space people are here to build people are here to grow together so I want to say huge thank you to both of you, Arthur and Monica, for being here today. You guys are amazing, and you know it. Ah, oh, Nikita, thank you so much. You're also amazing. Cheers, buddy. Happy to be here again. Guys, you were amazing. I hope that I see you very, very soon. We are just getting started in this Web3 space, and I cannot wait to see both of you. In real life, very soon. Thank you very much for joining us today. Origins XYZ, as always, will be back next Tuesday, 3 p.m. Paris time, where I have another OG conference in this space, Zebu Live, coming to talk about their upcoming edition, edition number two in London. So stay tuned, and as always, I see you in the metaverse. Bye, guys.